Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 88. We're getting up there, kid. I am here with the Fantastic Four, Michael, the show Pirelli, Claudio, the voice Valenzuela, Justin, Satchel, Simpy Sanchez, and I am Dave, the body Regina. Welcome back. Another week, uh, a wild week, right? Super wild. <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting next to royalty. Oh, stop it. We, I don't even want to wait. <laughs> I think we jump right into this. If you live under a rock, you haven't seen Young Dave was on TikTok. <laughs> yes. Do you want to tell people the story, how you found out? Yeah. So, I mean, if, if somebody's just tuning in for the first time, uh, welcome to the podcast. But and what took you so long? Yeah. It's what about took time. you? I mean, yeah. You, like you Damn. said, living under or, a boulder. He's I famous. Sancho Sanchez is famous. <laughs> no. I'm available. <laughs> Absolutely not famous. Uh, but so back in 2020, this is the wild thing. Back in 2020, it was like the original COVID quarantine, right? Mm -hmm. Mike and I saw a challenge kind of going viral on TikTok. It was uh, basically cracking an egg with your bicep. Obviously, Mike and I are both monsters. Did it in one shot. My video, though, happened to basically pop the egg <laughs> right into the camera screen of the phone. And then I had a reaction to it, which was pretty natural. So we put it up on Instagram. Gets a couple thousand views, probably like 6,000 at the time, which was a lot for us. At the time, super viral for us. Right, for yeah. us, right. We were yeah. like, wow, that's that's incredible. But then the video kind of went dormant. Yeah. Right? I remember a media company actually reaching out early on saying like, hey, uh, and I'll keep the name out because I got into some negotiations with them after this last, uh, th last go-round. Uh, so I'll leave the name out, but this media company reaches out and they're like, hey, we represent viral videos and, you know, we believe that this video can take off. So we'll take over the licensing, um, you know, but we need to see that this video actually can perform well before we reach back out. So I kind of like left it at that. It was pretty cool. Like, you know, we we're like, all right, maybe there's an opportunity there. I don't really know about viral videos. Then um, it gets a lot of traction through Fail Army, mm. right, at the end of the year. Um, they posted it as one of the biggest fails of the year, which was pretty funny. Pretty good. Right? But I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I popped it nice. Right? Your facial, really but the, the immediate yes. reaction when you do it, you're like, oh, because yes. it hits yes. the camera. It's yes. perfect. Exactly. Um, so then at the end of the year, the video resurfaces. A lot of people started texting us like, hey, is this Dave? Um, you know, I, I seen this video here. Like, what's going on? Can I ask everyone, do you think there's another dude that looks like that? I don't know anyone <laughs> who looks like you. Like, it's <laughs> no. clearly you. When they're like, is that Dave? No, it's someone who looks exactly like the same tattoos. <laughs> there's a lot of people like, saying that. Like, asking dumb questions. It's of, Dave, dude. A lot of people are saying, they're like, is that Dave? Yeah. That looks like Dave. And it's like, wait, but can't, right? Yeah, like, what? Do you, who so. do you think it is? And you saw the No Snooze logo on I, there. You know what I should do? <laughs> I should just be like, no, it's The Rock and just not yeah. <laughs> uh Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it caught a lot of traction at the end of the year. Um, and then, you know, into January, I mean, it was cool. It, it got the, that video itself, which wasn't just my video. It was all the fails of the year. But yeah. it was up to, like, 40 million views. Shout out to uh, Mo for catching that one. Yes, yeah, he caught it. But then, like, 10 other people. I bet you Mo sent it to this guy. Right, right? <laughs> go, go ahead. Um, so then, literally, you know, yesterday, um, and what's the guy's Instagram, Instagram uh, name? What, I don't remember his name. He, Kobe? So... Uh, yeah, let me let me find Calby, it to, to be proper. How do you pronounce um, it, Just? I, I don't even know how to how to pronounce it, to be honest with you. Uh, but so anyway, the biggest TikToker in Italy, 
No, like the world. No, no, no. He's the bi- literally the biggest TikToker in Italy he's, specifically. He's one of the biggest in the world. In the world right now? Let's not okay. shortchange him. Okay. I mean- Because then he'll never tag us. Right. Or you, excuse <laughs> me. So his name is Kabi, K-H-A-B-Y, zero, zero on Instagram. He's got 67.4 million followers. Can I tell you, That's I was crazy. so busy during the day, my phone started blowing up. I actually looked at the first message from that that was between the No Snooze crew, and I saw the video, right? So I quickly clicked on his picture. I thought it said 67K. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, like he's it's cool. He's yeah, good. Yeah. Like, you know, that's awesome. And he had the he got the blue check. So I'm like, oh, cool. Then my wife hits me up and she's like, my coworkers are going nuts right now. My students are going crazy. Like they see you on this video. She sends me the video. She's like, of course. Now, you know, this is what this is what is going to go viral. So anyway, I look at the video and he basically is a very funny guy on Instagram that takes other people's videos and then adds a reaction to it. Doesn't say anything in the video. It's genius. So I cracked the egg um, and the response was basically him. <laughs> Uh, getting an egg cracked on his head like I cracked it onto his head and the caption was pretty funny it said like um, and from Italy that's all folks yeah and he <laughs> <Right>? walks off <laughs> and then yeah. he walks off um, so the video I mean I don't know by the time this comes out but I'm looking at it right now it's got 4.1 million likes on the video 4.1 million likes and the views right now are at 44 million Right, <laughs> so, I can't even fathom right? that. I, that's what I'm saying. So then my phone, thank God I keep Instagram notifications off. Thank God. Because if not, I, I mean, I would have thought that there Kinda was cool, something going on. Um, so I open the I open the app, and now everybody's tagging. No snooze podcast, yes. no snooze podcast. I was no pissed because I was like, how does this dude take Dave's video and not tag him? Right. right? Like, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's through this licensing company. To, you know, Maybe they gave him the license. I don't really know. So whatever. But we, anyway, No Snooze Army came out strong. Yes. Dave Regina Faithful came out strong. People that reached out to me came out strong. <laughs> For you, it was yes. impressive. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, no. They, I was really, I was pumped. People were yeah, all over, reposting, it. tagging yeah. all over the place. I don't think he's seen the video yet. But so anyway, then I get uh, contacted by this media company again. Hey, you know, we see that this video's got a lot of traction now. Um, happy to negotiate terms, mind you. This is all via email. They throw something out there where, and I don't know if this is like a lesson for people. It's kind of a lesson for me, yeah, uh, because I kind of took a shot with it, which also ties into like creating opportunity, like we'll talk about today. Take How a you swing, like that one, right? Take a swing. So you know, they're emailing uh, back and forth with me you know hey a lot of traction on the video blah 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 we'd like to take over the rights for it uh you know 60 percent our way 40 percent your way so like i didn't know much about licensing but i'm like absolutely not i mean thus far this video has done absolutely nothing so i i don't really care right now yeah um but i just don't feel good about giving my video to you to now be the majority owner of the the license um so we're going back and forth via email and they're pretty firm on this 60 40 thing i said you know really uh, listen thank you for the opportunity one i don't negotiate via email um here's my cell phone number you know give me a call Ooh, if, like if, if you want to talk yeah uh, but as of now you're not licensing the video and you know they i get a call like a couple minutes later and they're like thirsty yeah 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 they're like, hey, you know, we're willing to negotiate, uh, but we never give majority of our videos ever. We represent Ellen DeGeneres show. We we represent, um, you know, uh, Ellen. You Rob- think he's not gonna be bigger than Ellen? Come on, <laughs> Come Rob Deirdrick show. To, so now to it a makes little respect on his name, Deirdick. Oh, dear Deirdick. Jesus Deirdick. Christ, he's one of my favorites too. That hurt me. <laughs> that, that if he ever sees us now, we're oh, Come on, sorry, Robbie. Um, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So. Now it makes sense that these videos are all licensed videos to get to these big time um, shows, which I always thought like they find them on the Internet. They just kind of repost. But it's actually illegal to do. Come to find out. So now I'm going back and forth with them. And you know me. Once I'm stuck on something, I'm like, yeah, now I'm not budging. 
Yeah. You know, like now Just it's out of principle. So they're like, you know, we've never licensed a video out of majority. I said, well, I guess today's going to be the first time for you. So, I, <laughs> you know, you call me back when when you're you're willing to to settle. So we jump like five percent here, five percent there, whatever. And then I just shoot my shot. I'm like, listen, love it. I'm not even going to talk anymore. I'll throw out 55 percent my way, 45 percent your way. And then we can, you know, make this happen. If you guys aren't interested in it, that's fine. Obviously, the video is going viral. Maybe another company will reach out. Maybe not. Yep. I've lived my life this uh, th thus far without this video. So really, I'm really not concerned about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to just sign a contract just because you guys are reaching out. Um, so they were kind of quiet, hesitated a little bit. No, you know, we can't do it. We can't do that. Let me talk to my supervisor. Oh, let me talk to the VP. Let me go, you know, keep going up the chain. Let me talk to God for an hour. Right. Long story short, they ended up coming back with a license agreement for 55% my way, 45% their way. Okay, so you signed it. Signed it. Wow, done signed deal. It. Yeah, done Congratulations. deal. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, but honestly, well, one, if it's big money, I mean, which it's not going to be, but listen, no snooze is, you know. If I we'll, see, we'll, 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 uh, if I'm watching we'll dabble in uh, ridiculousness and I see your face, I'll lose it. <laughs> one, uh, one thing I have to point out. Your massive chest blocks the logo. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone noticed. <laughs> You're flexing so hard. The logo's like on your inner chest. <laughs> if it was my chest, it would have been, been good. I don't know, man. Listen, Impressive. It, but it was it was a no snooze thing. We did it. We did it as a no snooze thing. So whatever comes of it, I mean, we can we can reap. But I, I don't I don't foresee this being something that you know is is a life changing. It's one video. Of I think it possibly could be, and I think that concept cracks me up. That. We've worked so hard. You've personally <laughs> don't worked. Don't piss me off. Let me listen. Listen. You've worked so hard and brought. You've tried to bring so much value, which I think you have to a lot of people. Very like strategic, very insightful, and you could get discovered <laughs> for breaking an egg in your bicep, which brings it back to like if you're a goon, you're a goon and right. embrace it. Yep. No, no it, it, it is pretty funny though. So I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday. I'm like, I don't know if I should be upset. You know, I spend a lot of my time yeah. uh, developing, yes, my own skills, but then also, you know, spending time on content, you know, yeah. the message that we put out. And I, I actually take pride in it. I like doing yeah. it. Um, I love the community that we've built together. But at the same time, if I get, you know, notoriety off of an egg. Who cares? I got to change my name to Dave the Egg Regina. I don't think the egg <laughs> like the egg crush the egg guy that's what they're gonna be like, that's the egg guy the chicken <laughs> and I want to hear like yo that's the guy from no snooze well think think about this like Kim Kardashian we all know how she got famous right does took, anyone talk about that anymore what does she you took know? a large one yeah yeah, yeah. You know, is that well I don't know if I'd say that but <laughs> but think about that like she got her foot in the door literally because she had somebody's foot in her door oh my <laughs> <laughs> well I'm, I should give another example uh, <laughs> don't cut it, man. Come on, let it uh, rock. Point being, though, if you get discovered, like I'm not trying to gas you up. I like to do it sometimes. <laughs> if someone picks you up as like a fitness influencer or like I'm a not that fit, Michael. Sort. Stop it, seriously. Dave, like, I, honestly, a cigar company that I can see before <laughs> a fitness model. You know how many ripped dudes there are out there? There's ripped dudes, but you have a very distinct look that I think. I think every t like. It's all about brand, right? And if people can create a narrative around you and you're very identifiable, which you are, like people don't, you know, they see you in public, they know it's you. <laughs> like I've seen um, him before. I, th I, th I personally think it's going to lead to a lot more. 
And I knew, I, I thought this all was going to happen at some point. I didn't think it was going to be because of the egg. Right. I didn't like, think that, so. that's bizarre. I think it was be like a workout video, something where you like do something like, yep. you know, and maybe something funny happens, but it's around what we usually put out, yep. but not the egg. So it, it's funny. And honestly, nothing. Yes. Something could come. Nothing can come. I don't really know. Um, but it's funny on the licensing agreement. You know, it says the majority of the videos actually don't really perform that well for the first six months of a license agreement for whatever reason i guess they got to do a lot of outreach um which would make sense because we've seen that trend even from when we did the challenge yeah it's over a year almost two almost two years in april yeah right and now it's just coming do you remember the uh protein uh or the uh dry scoop thing yes. we tried and yeah, i almost that died was hilarious almost died yes yeah. that that was another that, that part of me viral. is happy that that didn't get out farther because i look so stupid in that <laughs> it's like who dry scoops protein and i almost imagine if i died that way <laughs> I imagine. um but i mean amazing i was super fired up about it i was angry on your behalf i'm like how could this dude take it in that tag you know i i'm excited that's amazing listen I, so I, fun i mean nothing is in uh, but no like, reason to congratulate now. Nothing happened. But you know? 99.9% of the people in the world don't ever have the feeling of what a viral thing feels like yeah. and people seeing everything. And I, you've just achieved it. I will. Well, I don't know about what we achieved really, but thank you. The followers were, are still going wild. Yeah. Right but it's going to go. That's what viral is, David. But, it just keeps going. <laughs> but but we last night, I mean, I, I guess not wild, because I'm sure when you're talking like Kim Kardashian, this dude, like it, this is ridiculous. But we were at like 15.6 or 7,000. And I woke up this morning and it was 16.1. Yeah. And every time you refresh, there's just follow, follow, you know, follow, 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 follow. So it's kind of wild to see. But again, I didn't I didn't really feel it because I have notifications off. Yeah. And that's just a work thing. Like, I don't like. You know, yeah, yeah, being yeah. at work and then I have to, you know, jump on my phone. Uh, but kind of wow, one video even getting five hundred followers, like kind of, kind of strange. But I like how when you're at the plate, you get a, you get a at bat, you're swinging. That's what I believe in. I believe if you're at the plate, you got to take a swing. I, I heard you're, you're swinging. Uh, with what? Can we, can we talk about that? Or Which no? one? With the company? Oh, so yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I had a okay. similar story, right? <laughs> um, and I don't want to talk too much about it because it's still a negotiation. Nothing signed. Basically, I came to the realization, I'm like, I don't need them. You know, I've done a lot without them. If they want to be a part of it, great, but I'm can not letting them listen, get it for free. Can you name free. the company or no? Uh, not really. Okay. So I could tell you kind of the message. Uh, and, and I can just say global company. Big company. You know, uh, part of how I've been lately is it's like effort to the big guy. I felt like I don't need anyone. No one's recognized me in you know eight years. Right. Why am I going to have take their money now? I made it this far. I have my own money. You know, I don't need anyone. So I, I went into, first off, I went to the meeting with a couple uh, caffeinated beverages prior. So I was fired, fired up, up, right? Came from like a good showing. It was just everything was kind of escalating well. Momentum. I go in there, they're buying me lunch. You know, I, I was meeting with a friend of mine from high school. Um, good dude, like, and I prefaced everything I said to him. Like, listen, I'm going to be very blunt with you. This isn't a reflection of that I don't want to work with you. I'd love to work with you, but I know who you represent, and I'm not just going to be taken advantage of. If your company wants to be involved, they're gonna have to pay. So know that right off the bat. There's no free, you know, um, there's no free passes here. I'm not in charity. You know, when I do charity, it's com you know, not for big companies that have a lot of money. Which, do you know what gave you that confidence to do that? Uh, maybe <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm being, I'm, I think honestly. it comes from a point of um, leverage. Like I don't need their money. Like I could do everything you've I need. Done everything you've done. Yeah, like I don't them. need. We don't need them. 
it would help if like it would help speed things up potentially mm. but i wouldn't want to do it at a cost of giving control out right. right so whoever i've worked very hard to stay in control of everything i do so that i don't have to report to anyone yep yes i'm at a brokerage i reach out to people i have to get approvals but at the end of the day my business and where i take it is between me and my family and whoever I'm partners with, which I love. Mm-hmm. Like once you get that freedom, it's really hard to give that away. Yep. Um. So going into it, you know, I I there's so, certain times in my life where I'll be like, you know, f this. Like I know what I'm doing, and I'm just gonna swing. So going in, I was kind of I was like lighthearted about it, but I was pretty honest. Um. You know, we started throwing numbers around, and he's like, well, give me an idea of what you're thinking about. I I don't think he listens to this, and maybe don't repost it, so he sees it. Right. right. But um. You know, I p- threw out a big number. And I basically form, I'm not going to say the number, but if you could imagine it was something that got kind of a giggle out of him, which I didn't get mad about, but I kind of kept talking with it because I was like, I know it's a lot for you, but like, think about your marketing budget that your company has. And I said, go to your boss and ask your boss, how much does it cost to have every home, every uh, restaurant owner uh, in town, uh, in your phone, a great reputation with them in a relationship, the number one food brand locally. Uh, and a, a young agent that's probably gonna be the number one agent in the future, and I like I lined it up like that, and then he kind of like went like this, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so this is where I kind of got a little crazy. I'm like, it's like signing LeBron in high school. <laughs> that's good. That's fine. That, that, I like it. I like I, it. Like laughed internally saying that, and I had to tell people. But you were dead it. serious. Dead you serious when I said it, which I kind of believe. Like, there's, I, I, I'm not arrogant by any means, but. If I can execute in the game plan, there there's a lot of opportunity for a big company to be aligned with it that can benefit a ton, right? Like everything I'm building as far as like the Grant's Clothing Company, which has become a feeder for giving stuff to locals so that they can feel like they're a part of town. Like think about if I made a thousand beach towels, mm-hmm. that logo of that company could be on every beach towel. And it's that easy to implement. Yep. You know, if I have uh, the building I want in the future on Greenwich Ave, that's my real estate firm. Think about the just the awareness and presence of being on Grinch Ave for basically your initial investment or some type of stipend every year. Like that's a, a, a steal, yeah. right? Yep. But it's it's they are taking a risk on like you're we're assuming that you're gonna be able to execute all this. Right. Right. So by me saying it's like LeBron in high school, it's like LeBron, I can blow my knee out and not develop into the NBA. But if you want to take a shot, it's gonna cost. Yep. So that's how I kind of framed it. Um, and to his credit, he was truthful. He was like, listen, that's not in my realm. This is where I play. I can get you the right people to talk to. And I'm like, and that's kind of why I wanted to sit directly with them because I know it's not your decision. But ultimately, I want to make you a lot of money. And there, if there's no reason we both can't do very well, mm-hmm. but you just got to set me up with the right people so I can try to get it done. Right. So I came out of the meeting like, great. If it happens, great. If not, I don't care, um, which I think like you did, it was the same scenario like, there was no downside. Right. Right? You're like, I don't care. if you You've been here before. Have, yeah. <laughs> give, like, make me an offer. Yep. And then they made a good enough offer. You're like, all right, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that was fun, though. It's fun being in the... I've been in the... in the um. So with the headphones, I've been in the, the uh, arena with some big... Like, I can name these. I talked to Beats. I talked to Monster. I talked to uh, 50 Cent's Just give a quick backstory as what you guys created back in so college. So we invented, a, a, we still have the licensing opportunity. Um, we just haven't you know, been able to license it, but we created a headphone and earbud that uh, the earbud connects into the headphone shell as like a docking system so that you can have two-in-one product. 
So n- now it's more like if you're <laughs> it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we spent a fortune prototyping. This is all in college, too. We, like, made the money and spent it all. Mm-hmm. But point being, like, now, even more so, it's pretty attractive because you have the Bluetooth option. You have gamers where you can plug in, like, a gaming headset. Yep. And then if you want to go, you take that out and put in normal earbuds. Or VR is going to completely change how our product could be used. So we have, like, 16 years left on the license. So if we just get, like, an Apple or a big guy, it could be a good opportunity no matter when that happens, right? Right. And we've tried all different scenarios. Uh, We were very close. We had a deal, and it was, like, when I was 21 maybe. I probably would never have sold real estate. I would just made products. It was that good of a deal. And Mm. then they ended up backing out, which was, like, devastating. But it was a huge uh, game company that had licenses with, like, Disney, SpongeBob, all this other shit. And uh, it just fell through. Um, but anyway, we, we've talked to any big name in the, the headphone industry I've been in the room with. I talked during a hurricane, um, what was the biggest Sandy Sandy yeah. during hurricane Sandy, I was talking to the CEO of monster who owned beats at the time. Wow. My man came in on a Vespa, not a Vespa. What's the thing? Like that? a scooter thing? Yeah, One but the... it's like you stand on it. Um, he was oh, known for that cause he had some issues. So I'm sitting on the line. My partner, what? Segway. My partner, Adam, is on the other line, and we're getting ready to do the meeting. The His connection cuts out, so it was one-on-one. Wow. What and numbers. he's like, dude, I can't get back on. You know, He was in New Jersey. Yep. Storm, you got to take over. So I was like, all right. So I was having a conversation with him, and I pitched it very well, but I wasn't in a position of like, F it, we don't need you. Right. We're now looking back. I'm like, maybe that would have got the deal done. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm, it still sounds very good. Even for me, like, I, you know, I, I'm in the gym. That's when I'm using my headphones the most. Yeah. And depending on which day it is in the gym, right, if I'm doing chest or back or shoulders yeah. or legs, I like having either my earbuds or my Beats headphones. There's too many times that my headphone, uh, my AirPods yeah. actually die on me. Yeah. And then I end up going back into my locker to get my Beats. So you know how Apple has the charging? Like, that would be Apple. If anyone's going to license it, it's probably Apple. Right. But once you get famous, we'll just use you to market it. So um, so keep that going. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, uh, But anyway, it was fun. Like, there's certain times in your life where it's fun to look back and be like, wow, I was in a similar situation. Not the same. Probably smaller opportunity. You've been here before. Um, but being completely different and way uh, more assertive. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of lessons in that. Um, it makes a lot of sense now, too, because you always talk about, you know, you expect no. Right, yeah. so here you were like, at 21 cares? years old, not even in real estate at the time, right? Where you just no, getting in? I was we like j- we're pushing that, was, that. right? Yeah. So not even that real estate at the time, and now with real estate, the majority of the time, the answer is no. Anyway, like 99.9 percent. Like right, but now it makes no. sense that you, you you had that experience back then, so it's kind of all even even clicking for me. Yeah, yeah, it all um, like yeah, absolutely. I love I love the approach. I, I think it's very uh, similar though. It's funny how you had that same experience like around the same time. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, kind, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of bugged out. Uh, but um, the kid was great. I don't want to say names and stuff, but he's still my guy. If you're listening yeah. to this, I'm going to do my best to make it work. But yep. your got your people have to pay up. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, pay pay that man. Yeah. Pay that man. Um, in terms of products, right? I think it's wild now. Even seeing like, you know, we've established a decent um, credibility system on Instagram specifically, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like our our main platform there. Uh, but companies, I mean, left and right, are really reaching out for yeah. you know product um, placements, endorsements, or like sample this product, tag us. It's kind of crazy to see, um, you know, the 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 way that social media is right now. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, if you take time, we've 
you know, we didn't even invest all of our time in something like no snooze, but there's progress there, right? Yeah. Like for a while, you know, I feel like it kind of, um, when we weren't recording, especially right in the summertime, we, when we had the conversation, it was like, ah, like, where are we going with this? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But as long as there's progress here, we are sitting, this is year, starting year three. Is this right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Starting year three. Is but I always like come back. Two? We did two full three. years. Yeah, we did two, two full years. Um, right. But now we're starting to really see that almost anything kind of the same way. Like, I feel like. You know, soon you'll be seeing some big time guests on the show just because now we've established ourselves in yep. the industry. Um, I, specifically when it comes to podcasts, you know, the number of podcasts you actually have out is something that guests look at. Because oh, yeah. they're like, hey, yeah. do I want to invest my time into something that only has 26 episodes? Whereas when we did only have 26 episodes, we were like, we got 26 episodes, like come join our show. Yeah. And then you're getting told, no, 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 no. You know what I think too, and this is uh, relates to real estate, is like I think people – want you to prove that you're going to be around because they don't want to invest their time in you if you're yep. going to disappear, right? Yep. So like for me, I didn't have a lot of business my first couple of years and I was like, "Oh, this is weird. Like I should be closing these deals and like getting these people and and then after like year 3, people are like, "Oh, he's for real." Yes. Um fun fact, 80 87% of new agents don't last 5 years. Wow. So once I hit the 5-year mark, even more so, people are coming out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see how people are like I'm not going to invest my time in you unless you're investing time in what product you're putting out and the value you're bringing me, um, which is interesting. So I think we're hitting that point where people are like, oh, they're going to be around. Yep. Um, I always say it, but as long as we're all successful independently and then come together to do no snooze, uh, and no snooze is also successful, it gives us instant credibility because they go, whether they discover you through your personal or my personal, come to no snooze or discover on no snooze and then go to our personals, yep. they see all the uh, backup of what we're saying. Yes. Right? It's yeah. not just like, hey, blah, blah, blah. and then we go back to our personal, and then I'm there, like, you know, sitting on the couch watching reruns of uh, Friends. No offense to those <laughs> no, people, by I, the way. Is that a movie, Friends? Yeah, yeah. Good movie. <laughs> um, speaking of sitting on the couch, let's go PodBot update. Oh, I'm in a, I'm in a flow. Are you? I, did you see did my you, form, dude? But did you disappear for a little bit or no? No. Because so sometimes- I have a sometimes, background story for that. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I had to bring my parents to the airport. Uh, one day. Flew to Italy. They, they, fled, no, they fled to Italy. Went to Florida, Naples. Nice. Love it. Amazing. I've had some uh, clients move down there, and they're trying to recruit me to go sell in Florida. And I told them, listen, I won't leave Greenwich unless <laughs> I'm going for vacation. Yep. Um, so they that was Monday, which wasn't ideal because I like to kick off the week. They had I was going to try to work out before and then rush and drop them off, but they were I had to pick them up at 6, which is right in the middle of my workout. Yep. So I was like, you know Bad what? Time. Let me. My shoulder was sore. I was like, let me recover. Use this as recovery. Um, I'll work from five to six, go drop them off, and then six to seven. Then when Livy gets up, I'll get the day going. So I took advantage of that time uh, and try to have my body recover. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the background was I brought a new listing on, and it was a holiday weekend. So like, I there's no inventory. So in my head, I'm like, I can bring it on and work out the kinks and show it and figure out how I'm going to show it best. Um, but I would expect for it to be on at least like a week and change. Mm -hmm. We ended up having like 35 showings, which wow. is a ton for that style of a property, um, especially in a holiday weekend. So I literally was at a property from 9 until 5 p.m. Mm. straight, back to back to back to showings. back showings. Three levels, townhouse. You know, each showing takes 30 minutes. And then sometimes they run long with questions. And then you're like, all right, hold on. I'm going to get the other people started. I'll be back, blah, blah, blah. So like I mentally was just drained mm. and then when i got home i ate hung out with livy and dana and then i worked from seven until like 11 at night catching up on every other thing i had to do so 
Saturday, Sunday was like recovery, but I had to get the listing to a certain point where I felt comfortable going into the following week. So my system was good in the sense like things didn't fall off the wheels. Uh, and then Monday I had to do some, but then Tuesday I was back in the gym. I was like organized, which mm -hmm. was today, uh, yesterday. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so I didn't fall off, but sometimes I disappear, but just know that I'm getting shit done. But then sometimes you don't because then my story will load and then I'll see your workout from the day before. I'm like, oh, he did work out yesterday. So I don't know. So, something with well, Instagram. sometimes like I'll- A little funny. I'll record. You know how you don't record during? Yeah. Or you record during, but you don't post yeah, right, right away. Right. So sometimes I'll have everything ready, and then it'll just like the day will start. We're yep. doing construction. So if a, a, a HVAC guy comes at an 8 or 7.30, my whole schedule screwed up. Right. I got to get Livy out of the house, Dana out of the house. I got to get prepared, dressed. So then I'm like, let me get to the office, and I'll post once I get there. Mm -hmm. So No, it makes, makes sense. Um, but yeah, I've seen your, your um, I guess your system now is compound lifts, which always should do be. You like, do you like what I'm- So been... comp compound lifts- always should be in any system in terms of weightlifting right doesn't really matter about the weight um you know that it does will, though you gotta well, get that the weight will, up that will come with i'm form. saying to yeah, a, no yeah. a novice okay um yeah. that Which will definitely come I'm a novice no you're not you're you're you're, you're, you're a lou ferrigno-esque like you just literally pick things up and put them down just naturally you've always been that way so for body uh, uh pod update mm -hmm. i have a revelation again this week okay i've What's working for me in life and real estate is having a long-term game plan and doing things that I'm trying to build upon so I can have a sustained, successful career. For some reason, with food and working out, <laughs> I do get-rich-quick schemes. I have no idea why, but I've came to the realization, I'm like, why do I do that? It's so stupid because I do everything else with a good lens, and yeah. I'm an idiot when it comes to working out. Which is the reverse for me, the working out built my structure and yeah. my systems for my business. Isn't it weird? That's that is wild. So I was like, you know what? All right. So if I, I keep asking I have a lot of combos. If I'm going to With yourself. change my complete outlook on it, yep. but use everything I've learned in the past couple of years from you guys, from just this podcast, from everything I've watched, then where do I start? And my thought was like, well, I don't have great form when it comes to like standing presses. All my compounds aren't that strong. Um if I want to bench four hundred pounds you know, say that's my goal. Um, I need to get better in all arenas because my shoulders are going to get out before I get there. Or there's a weak point. My triceps are non-existent. My shoulders are non-existent. <laughs> like I would just be benching like this, right? But you have to be brutally honest with yourself. But that's kind of not really that honest with very yourself. Very honest. My shoulders are brutal. I have no range of motion. It's, it's very honest. <laughs> so I had this like talk and I was like, all right, so where do I start? I got to learn how to do everything the correct way again because – in high school football, I just kind of went through the motions. I lifted. I enjoyed it. My form was shit. I was going for the weight. wasn't going for effectiveness, mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, all right, where, where do I start? And I start Googling stuff, Mind Pump Podcast. Three dudes, very normal. One kind of looks like you, which scares me, so I'm <laughs> afraid of him. Um, but very scientific, but very uh, simple, right? Because, yeah, yeah, very scientific. So one guy trains a lot of elderly people gotcha. which i like because he talks about longevity and he's like if anything people should be doing these workouts for longevity and i've been obsessed with that lately because i'm like the longer i stay healthy the more i can accomplish the yep. more i can give to the family whatever so then i'm i go into this rabbit hole of them and i really enjoy how they they keep videos to like seven minutes and they'll say the three lifts you need to do to build big shoulders they start with a compound and then two complementary 
So I'm like, that's very focused for me. And if I stick to one body part a day, I can work out every day and not fatigue and do it for 30 minutes every day so that if chaos ensues and I only have 30 minutes to work out, I can squeeze that You're in. Good. Like I can't squeeze in my two-hour workouts I've been doing. As much as I love You've them. You've been working out for two hours. You know how it is. Like walk around, look at yourself in the mirror, <laughs> you know, tighten the belt. So I've stopped using the belt. Okay. Okay. Worked. <laughs> no, don't use gloves. I've With been the, working. They have cutouts to show your like, uh, you know, your nails and stuff. Yeah, yeah, cute. Like, <laughs> no, it's like yeah, a yeah. pain them. Um, so big things are no weight belt anymore. Focus on breathing, and form. So like I don't exhale until I'm like ninety percent up, which is like keep tension right is mm -hmm. the thing. Um, my uh, I've dropped the weight down, and I've uh, increased the reps, because the guy was saying like basically. You can be doing a lot of weight, but if you're not going through the full range of motion, your muscles won't be as developed, and it's a lot less effective anyway. So he's like, you're better off going lighter, getting the form perfect, so that in the future when you go heavy, those workouts are way more effective, and you have to spend less time in the gym. So I was like, ah, oh, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> and I felt so stupid for everything I've done before, but I can say that I have a great base now of knowledge and this is just so I've tried to dumb it so far down that like when I wake up, no thinking, you have three exercises for one body part and they get the F out of the gym. You feel accomplished and you move to the next thing, which in real estate, I've had to do lists because if I don't do lists of what I want to accomplish, I feel like unaccomplished. Yes. And then I keep trying to do stuff mm -hmm. and then it's just a mess and the stress levels like crazy. I like it. A I lot mean, of info. No, but I, I think always fundamentals and the basics is... Do you, you do compound lifts, right? Of course. Standing uh, press. Presses. Strict press, whatever yeah. they call it. Mm -hmm. Tough. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, but again, I, I built my, my own personal weightlifting system off of the fundamentals and compound movements. Yeah. Um, you know, the squat, the bench, Pull up the deadlift. is very important, they well. say. <laughs> Are you sitting there like every time they say something, you're like, fucking Dave. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> every time I watch anything, I'm like, fucking Dave. That's all I think. It's, it's funny. I mean, look, I'm, I'm glad. And I think your personality, you need that because you need to, you know, our, our it's pride I in a sense. But when you believe, when you believe you can do something, you're like, no, F that. I'm going to do it, which is good. But I think you're, you're figuring it out. You know, it might be a little slower, but very slow. You know, Years. It, it's okay. Yeah. But still, to this day, I mean, the first thing I do after my warm up with the push ups and pull ups is always a compound movement. And then yeah. I go into my isolation exercises. Yeah. They talked about how if you do like lighter to start, it like initiates. So you have maximum, <laughs> all your shit makes it. <laughs> well, um, I, I hate it, but I love it. But the other thing I want to mention carbs. Mm -hmm. So, so I thought it was super interesting. One guy's a trainer for like, uh, he trains UFC fighters, but then he trains like a high level CEOs. So he was like, it's very different because uh, we look at stress levels and cortisol. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if someone is sedentary yep. most of the day, no matter what they do, and don't have a high level of stress, like a sales position, gotcha. they have a very different need than someone who is like a CEO who's, I'm not a CEO. I mean, technically for my own. CEO but anyway. of your own life. So he said those people have high cortisols, mm -hmm. cortisol levels, which is stress mm -hmm. inducing, right? So he's like, to counteract that, if you ingest more carbs controlled, that helps level it out because it spikes your insulin. And when insulin spikes, it pulls down your cortisol because for whatever reason, like when we were Neanderthals, some of us still, uh, you would go hunting or whatever. And once you ate what you needed and that spiked, it would signal to like relax. So I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, I do feel the most jittery 
caffeine doesn't help. But when I don't have, when I don't eat and like blood sugar is low, I feel way more like yeah. high stress. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, super interesting. Yeah. So um, I've incorporated more white rice and sweet potatoes. No, that's, I mean, if you look at bodybuilders, right, they consume 400 grams of carbs a day. Yeah. Which is the complete opposite of what I do because of my Crohn's disease. Yeah, but that's right? what they say. Like everyone's different. You got to figure oh, yeah. out your body, what works, what doesn't work. Right. Um. So I, I mean, I, I never touch even a hundred grams of carbs for the day, which is crazy, but it's worked for me yeah. because I've done it consistently over time. Um. Love it. I mean, I I think again when you come to uh, quarter two. You're going to have to ramp it up a little bit because if you're just doing three exercises for 30 minutes for you to shed the body fat yeah. while you're smashing burgers and Bentleys, <laughs> it's going to be tough. tough. It's going to be tough. I ate a monster yesterday. <laughs> this show is awesome. It, look, it looks oh, so cool. How, what was the, did he actually say the cost of the car? Uh, like that 200? car was $323,000. Oh it, it's just, I mean, it's a house. It's absurd. It, I, I was trying to rationalize myself. <laughs> That's how crazy I am. <laughs> like, I was I trying to rationalize. It was like, if I want to buy a building, probably cost me like 300,000 to put down. Right. Obviously you get a bigger asset like a million two property, whatever. Or I can just buy a Bentley and, park <laughs> and, just and put a logo on it, it and drive around. Yeah. And no, I would park it and work out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't know if that's a good idea. That as much as so I enjoy funny. it. Um no, it's fun. See, I'm trying to go with the approach of getting fixing all my metabolism, getting back to the habits of consuming more calories mm -hmm. so that when I get to the point where I can I need to cut then it's easier to scale back. Gotcha. No, listen, man. I, you know, I'm always, always in your in your corner. I like to see the different approaches. Um, I if think you not, always I make. I think you always make progress. If not, I um, need some juice, though. You know, some juice like what? You gotta connect me with someone in case I don't uh, hit what I need. What to. kind of juice? You know, the oh, juice. like juice. Oh, like sauce. Some sauce. 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 <laughs> oh, you, you want to be the sauce boss? Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, talking is about it really that bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's crazy? When you talk to like Coach Pete, who was on the podcast, the right? best. Um, you know, his his anti aging system is, is great, but it also incorporates a lot of oh, it's called trt testosterone replacement therapy yeah uh for when you're older um and you you feel that lethargy and you're tired throughout the day um there's actually a healthy way to properly dose testosterone mm. so maybe you just wait throw in the towel now wait until you like are See, a little bit older a lot of testosterone i usually eat like an animal that's <laughs> Pro the problem. probably do um no man, good stuff. I uh, yeah. How you doing? Yeah, fell I, off completely. The, feel terrible. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, no, I. It, it's wild. Today's the nineteenth. I haven't taken a day off, but I haven't. I like it. I haven't needed to. Not That's, that I'm going in every day, and you know. Can you take me through a workout? Because I've talked a lot about my workouts. Yeah. Are you doing the same stuff? What, like, what is your workout consistent? So, like of today, reps. Give me some deets. Um. So today, you know, every day is um my push-ups and pull-ups to start. Okay, you do that every day. Every day. Okay. Every single day. I do sets of five. Okay. Right? For three sets. So the, those like prepping yes, for the workout? Exactly. Okay. Um, I'll do five pull-ups, ten push-ups. Five pull-ups, ten push-ups. I do that three times. Then the last two sets, I've been able to get to ten pull-ups. Um, I do that more as a functional movement, um, increase mobility into my shoulders, um, and really get warmed up. Pull-ups are one thing, I swear. I know it look it looks pretty good when I look back at it. I'm not gonna lie. I look at the video, I'm like, damn, I'm flying through that bar. But it doesn't feel that way. So it's one of those exercises that you're. St I'm still struggling on it, even though it's definitely gotten easier over time. To be honest, I haven't noticed you even going up because I just stare at those calves that are just <laughs> in my face every time. They're, they're, yeah, they, you know, you catch a nice angle. Um, so then after that, like t today was, um, you know, I, I did back and I did a little bit of uh, legs. Okay. So to start, I did uh, what's called a dead row. 
I don't know if you've heard of <laughs> Let that. Let me try to think what that is. I'm going through all the things on my app. Well, think the two words. Dead is what? Dead, you're leaning over and you're just rowing. Like a deadlift. Yeah. And then a row. Well, do you do it like so, 45 degrees? So angle, instead of a actual deadlift um, going all the way down and then coming back up and pushing my hips through, yep. the dead row is actually touching the ground with the weight and then using some momentum to row into my upper chest. Mm. Right, so it's called it's called the dead row. Um, so I did that, and I superset with some push-ups. Okay. I always like to superset things just because, again, I don't I don't feel that I get enough cardio in. Um, and cardio for me, really, I like being healthy. Like cardio I, can kick rocks. <laughs> it just I'll get my steps. You in. know, and and what's wild, I like I like to sweat during my workout. So if I'm just going through the motions, it's cool, but I don't feel the same effect. Mm. Right. So I like to, and I'm not again. I'm saying I'm not comparing it to anything. I mean, I'm do. in. Two degree weather, so I could be sweating. I have no. You idea. could, you could, but I just I, I like moving, right? I like moving yeah, around. Yeah. I don't even like thinking. Like I don't, I don't like giving myself a, a chance to think. Honestly, I've also come to the conclusion that my habits and my systems are basically a distraction because for the majority of time, if I'm just sitting there, I'm thinking something negative. How can I make more money? Oh, I need uh, an additional How's that negative. I, I don't know. It's it's not something that's like a positive thought. So I've created these habits to basically distract myself, which is the opposite of kind of how you think of a distraction because a distraction is usually positive a negative. Distraction. Right. I have like positive distractions. Um, so then after that, I went to um, some sort of pull down movement with um, push ups. Uh, then after that, I went into rows. I was doing 12 to 15 reps on everything today, and I was doing four sets. Um, but I was moving. I was I was moving pretty quickly. Um, then I hit uh, some some extra machines, and I, I took the ropes, and I did a lot of um, straight arm lat pull downs, mm-hmm. right? Superset it with some push-ups. Um, then I got in the squat rack, and I hit front squats. I love hitting front squats. I do that once, if not twice a week. I've not hit them yet. I have to hit them soon. They're nice, but it's um, incre- keep increasing your back squat. Yeah, I need to get yeah, I got to work to then that. to then move to a front squat. Back squat is great, but for me, my lower back tends to roll with the scoliosis a little bit. Give me a call, I'll teach you. Don't worry. <laughs> um, and then I just superseded that with like a sumo squat. So I kind of opened up my I like sumo. Opened up my feet a little bit, held the dumbbell in front, and then I go. Um, See, I have tight hips. Which sumo is a lot easier for me. Yep. I also think my legs are too long for regular squats, <laughs> which is true. They lo- I looked it yep. up and they were like, yeah, it's difficult for people. It with definitely, legs. definitely is. But anyway, go ahead. Um, so then I hold the, the dumbbell in front, kind of around my chest, um, and then I'm squatting down elbows to knees and back up. I like it. I, I have to say, recording myself has given me oh. no um, no room for error because yep. I'll see it be like, oh, that was terrible. Right. And you can pause it. And yeah, you yeah, kind of look see, at yourself. Like, right. you're finished. You're like, I felt like I was going so low. Yes. And then you look and you're like, that was terrible. Yep. Uh, but I, I feel good momentum wise, you know, coming off the prolon, um, what was yeah. that, a week you're or so ago? Um, you know, I got to get down to 8%. I'm not going straight through from right now to get down to 8%, but I'm. I'm making sure that I'm staying disciplined enough because I can't at any point in this year get over like 11% if I want to really make a crunch. Yeah, me either. You know what I mean, though? Like for me, it's it 3% it's much is a big swing. to maintain than just. Right. Uh, so even worse is like you've been telling me all the time, yo-yo dieting. They were like the worst thing you can. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you guys are right. But I'm like nodding the whole podcast. And they're like the worst thing you could ever do. And they started laughing. They were like the absolute worst is being a yo-yo dieter. And I was like. Okay. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but one of the 10 worst foods for you in the world. Rice? Popcorn. I love popcorn. <laughs> I know. I thought it was good. But how weird is that? And is it, it really? Like, Why? Yeah, I don't really know, but you look it up. Look up like the 10 worst I don't foods. I I swear to God. 
Popcorn for whatever reason. So I'm just poisoning myself while I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's fun. I mean, it's fun to watch. I love it. I, 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 I'm serious. Well, did you see what it was? It was popcorn and Red Bull. And a Red Bull. I was in the office. Did you see one of, your foodies, one of your foodies reached out to No Snooze and they sent a the message. They were like, Mike, you were just eating popcorn and a Red Bull on your page and now you're eating uh, a steak and yeah, you know both. the vegetable. Yes. Very funny. Very funny. It's uh, hard but I, putting out a lot of content. No, I know, man. I, I get it. Uh, what? Food number four of is fettuccine course, dude, Alfredo. That's basically cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is good. Um, yeah, that's a good list right there. So, it, and you're doing 275 grams of pro. Yeah. So should I be up to 300? To 300, depending. So, well, no, because you're also getting. Right, but so, I like my frame now. I just would like it tightened and a little bigger. Yeah. Like I don't want to be frail. But you're know. also you're going to be different because I don't know how your body's going to react to that. Amount oh, it's going to react amazing. You've seen it. I don't. But <laughs> it's just getting there. No, I know. But the carb the carb intake is different for us. So like I still have to consume calories. So I got to do it through fats and proteins. Mm. Whereas you're able to do it through fats, carbs, and proteins. I still have carbs like in the mornings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but once I get to lunchtime, no no carbs. But maybe I should up the protein like two twenty five. Oh, you're only at 200? Yeah. You should be at. So if you really want to bodybuild. I really they, do. They say times and a half your body weight, which is probably 300 for you. No, times and a half is crazy. That's so much. <laughs> so much. Isn't that? What is that? What you, how much do you weigh? 225? 225. So 225. At, after the burger, times, I say 230. Times one and a half. Can, we, can, I, can I tell you the burger I had just yeah, yeah, real talk, quick talk and then we'll get another topic? Talk to me. It's, I've been thinking about it. You're got, it's you 337, all, by the way. You guys are going to love it. I did, uh, so at. Griff Harris, which is golf course in Greenwich, I used to cook at the turn. It was a grill. So I was trying to figure out how to sell more burgers. So I created a menu. One of the items was double cheeseburger with chili in between. Oh, God. I called it the double bogey. Oof. And I sold a, a ton of them. But I remember how good it was. So we went to Burger Shakes and Fries for the second episode. Yeah. And I asked the kid, Nick, and I'm like, is that you know within reason? Would you get one with me? And he's like, absolutely. So that's what we ate yesterday. Holy hell. It was, I inhaled it. It was good. I almost want him to do a time lapse to show people how impressive my eating is. <laughs> you really are about this food life. I'm not going to lie. Like, I saw it at the Ranger game for, uh, that was the first time in a long time. You've seen me eat? Dude. The thing, You're though, I level. find funny is if you can achieve like 10% and then also eat like that, you just blow people's minds. Right. Right? Because yeah. it's, it, to your point, it's about balance. So if that 10% where you're, you know, off, but it's 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 effective, mm -hmm. like that's what everyone's trying to achieve is that balance of like you can look good in a, a suit and then you see a burger and you absolutely you know destroy it. it. Yeah, I just don't like for whatever reason my lifestyle has has I've come to realize on the weekends that's my family time and that's where I'm not you know yeah I'll still work out and I'll have a good breakfast maybe a good lunch but for the most part I'm eating what I want to eat and Do I you enjoy still hit it. your protein goals yeah on weekends on, on those days see yeah. I think that's key. But it's no. hard when you eat crap yeah, no, and then but, you still try to hit it. Yeah, but I at least always get, I won't say my goal, but I'll always get 200 to 250 grams of protein a day, always. So you don't do a ton of damage. Yeah. But I still have four slices of pizza, you know, in a sitting pretty But easily. you have so much muscle that I feel like you just burn Stop it up. It. All right, let's move no, on. No, this is strategy. This is, this is a pump. All right, up. next topic. <laughs> we wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's NOSNOOZE30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. 
My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Uh, let's get into the topic right away, man. I think, um, you know, the, the concept and the topic of creating opportunity is something in life that I think we all need to do. Because if not, if you're not creating opportunities, then you're kind of just remaining the same. And I think there's like a, uh, a skill set or certain things that you need to implement and develop to basically be able to create opportunities. For me, when I was younger, I kind of realized just even through my upbringing that nothing was going to be handed to me that I was going to be in charge of my life and I was going to have to build whatever it is that I want. You're, you're similar in that aspect. Um, I learned I, that later, though, in life. Yeah, but... I went with the flow for a long time and then I realized, like, if I don't initiate stuff, it's not happening. Right. I, I get that. Uh, but the, the, the first thing in terms of, like, creating opportunities, I, I think you do have to have this, um, not a manifestation, a vision of kind of where you want to create an opportunity in, right? So, you know, I got my my notes here as I was kind of jotting things down. Uh, but the first thing is thinking about how you can improve whatever already exists in your industry, right? For example, you have Sir James Dyson, the vacuum cleaner, right? <laughs> the vacuum guy. Um, you know, he took a, a concept that everybody had a vacuum in his house. I mean, in their house. Growing up, we all had vacuums. He said, okay, I think it's kind of stupid to take the bag out, throw the bag away, replace the bag. So he came up with the concept of an interchangeable bag to where you're saving money because you're not replacing the actual bag itself. Um, and then you're just kind of emptying it and going back. Then that turned into, okay, well, how can I improve that? Now you have the cordless vacuum that was created by Dyson. We all have those. You went from basically cleaning your house in 30 minutes compared to typical two hours, right? To relate it back to my industry, and this is the first thing about like how you can It's funny things. because you're OCD, and yeah. that's like your first example is the fucking vacuum cleaner. <laughs> well, think of- Pardon my French. But but think about it. Like he, Yeah, no, it's he, a great example. He, I just think it's hilarious, the vacuum cleaner. Like, yeah, you well, love, you probably love uh, vacuuming. I do, oh my God. So Callie, look at his face. Callie and, I, Callie and I absolutely love vacuuming. Callie and I, yeah. I swear to God, we do. Um, so that was a story that I had known about, right? And, and as I'm kind of, I'm like, What's an example of that? So that's like a real life example. Then for me, a lot of people don't know this, but like 70 years, seven, 70, seven years ago in my industry, um, I attended a conference, right? And it was basically a, a conference to develop your processes and procedures. Seven years ago, back in our town, a lot of, a lot of municipalities tend to be uh, outdated, if you will, to be kind. About 10 to 15 years Prehistoric. Behind. Right, correct. We were still registering, CV remembers, registering people with a pen and paper. It was a yellow or blue sheet of paper, remember? And it was just like, you know, the most bizarre thing. Here I go to this conference and I'm I'm listening to people talk about the registration process. So I said, okay, well, what needs to be improved in Greenberg? I go to my commissioner at the time and I'm like, listen, we are so far behind. He's like, I know, but this is a great idea. I need you to pitch it to the town board. I'm like, I, I run recreation. I don't know about presenting to the town board. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, listen, just go in, have the conversation and talk about why we need to improve this. So then I go pitch it and they throw it right back on me. They're like, listen, this is a phenomenal idea, but now we need you to go out and get some software companies that are willing to bid on this project to develop our systems in the town. Mm. Right. So then I now had to follow up on the improvement. But that was one of the first examples that now I was able to kind of prove myself and create opportunity off of seeing the need 
of how we can, uh, I guess, be be a little bit more efficient. So meeting went great. I go back. I do my research. I then present back. Come to find out, we sign a contract, and now boom, it's been implemented. You know, probably got implemented five years ago. Uh, but I saw I saw a need for improvement. Yeah. Do what do you, what do you think the big lesson is there? Because I have an idea. I think of what you got across. Um, the big the big lesson is that's your nickname now. The big the lesson. big lesson. I like that. That's so, pretty fire. So what I see in that is that the realization that people are busy and they have other uh, things they're focusing on. So you have to do everything in your power to make it easy for them to say yes. Yes. Right. You don't want to make the, any more work for them when you want something done. You got to lay it up for them. You got to put it on a silver platter, and all they got to do is eat. Yes. That's Which, a great point. Right? Because, like, I have conversations, you know, with Dana or other people in my office, and I'm like, yeah, you know, what'd you do? And they're like, oh, we reached out, blah, blah, and we just asked them to send back, mm-hmm. you know, papers or something. I'm like, don't ever ask for them to send you anything. Yep. Put it on, be proactive and just lay it up to get a yes, and then you figure out everything else. Don't worry about, just get the yes. You know, don't try to get too much out of them. And then you get a lot of credit, obviously, for doing that if you follow through. I think in every industry, you know, we, we see it every single day. A lot of people don't want extra work. Yeah. They they want to take the shortcut. They want to cut the corner. And they're not willing to put the time and effort into something to to develop it when you don't even have a guarantee. Yeah. Right. And it happens a lot on the local level because you got to go by votes. Yeah. You know, there's a, a town board that literally is five of them and you have to go with the majority. Which is tough. You got to be persuasive and, and convincing. Um, once I then then I, I kind of fell in love with that though. Like I, I remember I hated like I, I was kind of shaking and talking to them. But then after I left, kind of like you were saying after after your meeting uh, with that company, I was like, damn, I like the pressure. Yeah, you know, it was kind of kind of my first uh, taste of it. Yeah. Um, next thing is, what do you do better than most? Right, like that's something I think you can think when you when you're trying to create opportunity. And you got to start from scratch. What is it that you're very skilled at? Right. The podcast. My whole life, I honestly been called a leader and a motivator. That's kind of been, you know, uh, even in even in youth sports. It was always like, Dave, fire us up for whatever reason. Right. So I, I think I'm pretty good at motivating and inspiring other individuals. I then took my life, which was a complete disaster prior to starting the podcast in terms of even my marriage, right? Like that was, I spoke about, we were at the crossroads, you know, are we going to continue this and build a family and, you know, invest in each other or are we going to call, call separate ways? So then I, I had living proof of something that now I was able to turn around with my skills. So then I was like, all right, well, if I was able to do that in a couple of years time, let's start a podcast and try to talk about how we can, you know, make progress each and every day. Um, and I think that's important. I think a lot of people don't realize their skills um, in terms of creating opportunity for themselves. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, people wait for uh, permission Yep. Uh, for everything. Mm-hmm. When in today's world, you don't need any permission. You could just go and create. Yep. The issue is it's more work and it's hard to create. Uh, and you open yourself up for um, uh, criticism. Okay. So if Which you is can- tough. You're very good at that. <laughs> Well, I don't. People hate me regardless. On some, no, you, you, some you're topics. good. I, honestly, you're very good at. It. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. It's with practice. I think you need a lot of reps. But I am a big advocate for, to your point, creating a vehicle where you can put your effort into that can design whatever you want to design. Right. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I love food. I love selling real estate. Up at this point, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do both. I was like, I guess you can do it. I mean, no one's done it, but I'll try to do it. And then I just started doing it. And I was like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. If it works, it works. If not, 
You know, I'll just do something else. Yep. So by just trying to do something and implementing, designing your own lifestyle, mm-hmm. you have you kind of fit other people into your game plan. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. Versus if you like, if I went to someone and I was like, hey. Can you, uh, you know, green light me for a show and I want you to design it. And the more control you have of whatever you create for uh, yourself then turns into opportunity that you're then able to uh, leverage because you're the one who created it. So you, you know how to move it. You can change it um, versus asking other people to design it for you and then you're pigeonholed to what they want to do. Makes Does that sense. make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I agree a hundred percent with that. And I, I think you've done that well. You've, you've stuck to what it is that you know you can do and then you've built a team kind of around it. Well then on top of it is like just personal life. So like Dana and I, as far as like a family, we discussed like, we want to be flexible. We want to travel. We, we want all these things in our life. So like, how do we achieve that? And to do that, we need to create some type of investment vehicle, which is real estate where we're able to create some type of income that is more steady than my personal job or her job, right? If, you know, for whatever reason, a lot of time it needs to go towards Livy or some situation, we want to be prepared that we have complementary uh, income mm-hmm. so we don't have to worry about. It. But that was, that's not an easy route. Like we've lived through construction for three years. Like the majority of, you know, uh, relationships, especially with a kid, I don't recommend that. I think it can absolutely ruin a marriage because it's just another stress point that includes finances and mm-hmm. just daily stress that throws on top of what a, a already stressful life. So, like, we made the conscious effort to be like, we want to design this lifestyle and we are going to quite physically design it ourselves and build it out. But it's definitely not the easiest approach. Like, mm-hmm. when given the opportunity, we would have been. It would have been way easier to just stay in our own house. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and then you took it a step further. You were like, "Let me record a TV show <laughs> of the renovation." Well, if you're gonna while be, we're if you're gonna do it anyway, you might, might as well, as well try to make it. some cash from it. <laughs> no, I get it, man. It makes 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 uh, perfect. But then sense it gives content for this. Like, yeah. if you're not doing anything, then what the hell are we talking about? You got to keep trying to do stuff. I agree. Um, next thing that I, I mean, it's kind of fresh in my mind. But again, as I'm, you know procedure based i'm thinking of things process based i'm like disaster leads to opportunity right in your life what kind of disaster has happened that then led to another opportunity did you have uh, a loss of a family member um a pet a major loss in terms of a relationship that then led to a new opportunity right for me something just happened at work where Hurricane Ida came and you know demolished our entire first floor so i now had the opportunity if i wanted to to basically get involved on a committee to build an entire gymnasium from scratch. Uh, just, again, going back to the piece that a lot of people don't want extra work, I was like, I want control of this project. And nobody else wanted to even be on a committee, so the committee was myself. <laughs> and then I was going around to the team to ask input you know, to, to kind of develop it. During that closure, I'm like, well, we can't just sit here because now we're going to take extra extra funding and we're going to put it into this gym to make sure that the weekend that we open, I need to have a big basketball tournament, right? Just to now start with some revenue, you know, right off the bat. Happened to be MLK weekend. 
our opening weekend, which was great. We we had like forty five local teams. Weird, I didn't get the invite. <laughs> this was kids, Michael. Oh, it my was bad. Kids, forty five local teams in the community to come, not only pay a fee, but now play for the first Brand ever court. MLK tournament. Sick. That now became an opportunity for our department um, on a day that we're closed, right, for a federal holiday. Um, now we're able to have kids playing basketball in there and we're making some revenue off of it Love so that. it was just an example of like you know disaster leads to opportunity when you pitch that did you get into the details of the weekend where like how do you pitch something like of that? what the mlk tournament yeah um honestly do you it, try to evoke emotion what's your like no so because i try to evoke emotion like when i talk to you about a, a vision of mine mm -hmm. i try to get you excited and how it's gonna help you and you know how you're going to feel about it. Yeah, this one was kind of different because I feel like our backs are against the wall this year. We have no option. So it was more like but to, make to make this money. revenue goal, right? But to make this revenue goal, but now how can we do it? Because easily I could rent this out and I can make the money. I yeah. could rent it out and not have our name on it. But yeah. I was like, no, let's put the extra legwork in now while we're closed, develop the relationships. Some of them we already had. Um, but we were like, we want teams from outside of this area on top of the local community to come in and see this facility so now when we have a summer league now they're automatically and they were already asking they're yeah. like hey well, you know what's the deal for, to rent it for a party for winter league right uh, but i i wanted it to be you know our town and our department to get recognition for now starting this first ever mlk tournament in our area yeah there are mlk tournaments in so basketball you, all over the place so but. you definitely uh you definitely describe the upside for the people mm -hmm. so i think that's important like for ben burgers and bentley's for example yep just an idea like I literally cold called someone and was like, hey, I see you on Instagram. I think I can really help your brand. Um, we're not asking for anything. We just need a car to go get burger in. We just need a $300,000 vehicle. Like don't get too into the details. Yeah. Obviously, there's way more details in getting something like yeah. that off the ground. But just the hook of like, we don't need much. Just need a car and we'll go eat some burgers. And yeah. you'll Great get tons of marketing. Business. And then it's like, all right, well, what's the convo? So then, they get, then you get a meeting. And then when you go into the meeting... That's the time to pitch the vision, right? It's like, listen, we're rolling up in a, a rolls. We're going to a food truck. We're getting this sloppy, incredible burger. It humanizes you guys. Yep. You're not just seen as like the guys who sell the most expensive cars in town. Um, they keep seeing your face pop up. Next time they think Bentley, they're going to think you, right? And then before you know it, you're going to sell more Bentleys than you by eating burgers. And you'll never <laughs> eat another bite. So yep. like you Good make concept. it funny. You yep. get them laughing. Um, but simple. Like mm -hmm. there's no... You know we're gonna need this many days a week, and you don't overwhelm them. You yep. give them the you you give them all the good stuff. Then once they're in, and they're like, all right, then you hit them with like, all right, we're there. We need you Tuesday <laughs> from <laughs> two to two to five for six yes. weeks straight. Yes. So I I'm very conscious of like you got to get them excited so that you can pull them through the like inconvenience of doing it right. Yes, and you got to make it easy for them. For example, my guy was only available certain days. We don't shoot on those days. But I told the team, I'm like, listen, we got to accommodate because we got to make it easy. Right. We can't give them a reason to say no. Serve it up on a silver platter. So all he's got to do is eat. So we served it up. We said, all right, that's your day. Can you commit to six weeks in a row? So that we're in, this seems like a little slower season for you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we locked it in. But it's, it's like, I never thought of the process of it, but it's definitely get them excited, paint the vision, and then, you know, execute. And make it easy for them when you execute. That's for everything. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You know, if you're talking to your wife and you want to go out to dinner with the boys or whatever, find a babysitter for the baby. Right. I've already I've already done the legwork to you know? to make this grab happen. Grab her massage. I'm not. I don't do this. I should grab her a massage. Get her out of the house. You want you know you want to even go out with her. Make it easy on the in. Oh, listen, we got food in the fridge. 
come on over. Yep. You gotta you gotta give people a little push. It's right? a it's a good example. There was a um, a lady at work. She gets this beautiful bouquet of flowers, right? Like it's beautiful, and it was just because it's Friday. Yeah, from her husband. So like all the guys in Making our office, yeah, yeah, we were like, oh, like I'm like, well, my wife hates flowers, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean? she, she thinks they die, so she doesn't want them. Um, everybody's like, yeah, you know, those are beautiful. Like, what is it? She's like, I don't know. It's just, the card says like, I love you just because it's Friday, or whatever. I'm like, damn, that's a good guy. So then comes back in the office on Monday, on Tuesday. I'm like, you know, how how was the weekend? She's like, oh, it was good. You know, my my husband out with the boys on Saturday. So in my head, I'm like. <laughs> Like I, I didn't say it out loud, but I'm like, wait a minute, did the flowers on Friday, Friday go boys on, on Saturday? Right, it was yeah. fire. So you know, I hope my wife doesn't listen because I'm thinking I'm gonna do the same. It is funny too because like Dana will do something, and it's not like anything crazy, just something little. Yeah, and I'm like, what do you want? Because you like know it's coming. Mm -hmm. So I think the game is you got to get flowers every Friday Oof. for like three weeks. Are these dandelions? Like, no, you got to lead them up, and then you whack them with a Saturday event. Okay, all right, you know. Um, I, I think also providing your, your value, whatever industry you are, right? We talk about it all the time, but how do you, how do you provide value, right? You're knowledgeable on what you do. You're willing to do the things that people aren't willing to do. And you're, you're looking to make things a little bit easier for the individuals around you. I right? always think from the view of my competitor, I mm -hmm. say, how am I, how am I going to get put out of business? What are they going to say about me? Because quite literally, That's a great skill. when I go for interviews now, I know there's an agent in town that's talking shit. Mm -hmm. So in my head, I'm like, what could they still attack? the same lady? Yeah. Oh still my the same god. Lady. We need to send. We her won't some say Valentine's names, stuff. but it, it's firing me up, which I love because I'm I'm getting more into the world. So yep. it's been fun. Anyway, just thinking from that point of view, I constantly think like, why would they go with me? Right? People are going to say certain. I don't believe this. People are going to say like, oh, you know, he's just another guy. Leans on video, you know, can't really sell a property. I could sell for more. I'll do it at a discount, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, the discount thing's going to get me. Yep. So I'm like, how do I counteract that? I have to show by a stat that if you go with me, you're going to get more money for your house. So even if someone gives a lesser commission, it doesn't matter because I'm making you more money. Right. What if we take photos and I like flex outside the house and we you scare people away, you know, <laughs> maybe if we put you in the house and okay. so if you get into the house, then you see you flex. <laughs> that might work. Um. But it's I like everything we do now. You got to think of like how could I put myself out of business and then put something in place to counteract it? Because as crazy, not as crazy as uh, rainbow and butterflies, you think the world is. People are trying to take food off your plate. They're trying to take food off your plate, so you got to act, not be mean about it, but know that with a chance they're going to try to dethrone you. Not that I'm at the top or anything, because I'm not. But I'm trying to dethrone everyone above me. Right. Right. So what's to say that the guy below me is not trying to copy everything I'm doing? So you got to just be better. So it's like you the differenti the differentiator you need to be super clear on. And I think you need to use stats because it's not an opinion anymore. It's a fact. It's facts. They can't argue a stat. They can argue an opinion. You know, I'm a, a, the best realtor to sell your property. All right, we can argue that. We can get 35% more property if I represent you. Here's the stats. You know? So, like, gold. that was a big... That was gold. Right? Gold. Like, how do you argue that? You can't, you can. really. Yeah, yeah. You could say, I mean, oh, maybe that's who did the and stats. And you, you can justify, right, from their perspective. You can be like, oh, well, he got this because, but now it's it, there's still facts. Yeah. And you can... You know? The great thing, and this is a secret, and I don't want my competitors to hear this. Good thing we don't have a podcast. You can... You, secret time. You can tailor stats however you want to make yourself look good. I'm not saying lie, but you can tailor them and how you present them so that it makes you look a little better. Does that make sense? Yes. Give us an example. For example, you know, if I did all the stats in town for multifamilies, I would 
probably be like third or fourth for the year for a certain stat, okay. which is a price per square foot, right? Versus if I focus on the community I'm going for, I'd become number one. So as my thought is like if it if you're not number one in a stat or it's compelling with a high percentage, like if you wouldn't get someone excited about, it, don't use it. Right? No one cares about the third highest sale. Mm. They care about the first. Yep. No one wants to hire the third best uh, you know, uh guy who makes nose jobs. He wants the first. So that's how I kind of been trying to format things. And when I go out and try to get a listing, now I'm conscious of like, all right, if I do go through with this. How can I make it so that my stat on the back end, obviously you need to sell the property, but that I can use in the future. I, I try to focus once it closes on that because you don't want to think about that when you're selling. I'll take that back. But after it closes, then you dig in the numbers. Is there any story I can tell here? A lot of times the answer is no, but it's like you can tell people how many, how many recent sales you've done in mm. that specific area, um, who you've worked with, and then some strong stat of like it's been on, it, it's on the market for – if they're like, you know, I want a nice clean deal and I want to get out as soon as possible, then the stat is days on market. It's like, all right, the last house we did, it was on for two weeks, right? It's all, you got to keep tailoring it to what you're trying to present. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it's a good time to tell you, but Justin and I actually started um, selling dog houses in Greenwich. Did you? And you it's two it's two square feet and we sell them for $2,000. So technically we are number one because two square feet divided by two thousand we're actually going for a thousand a square foot so and so now, and now you're now you're done it's funny you say that <laughs> i actually looked up like who can get a number like that and i already thought in my head how i can discredit it <laughs> by saying like oh it's a teardown right. mine was you actually go. you'd use it there which is hilarious yeah so it's funny um, you said no that. no very very good point um and i think the the but mm -hmm. first step in that in that to even get there is you got to know your data oh yeah, yeah you yeah. know and you got to really study it and kind of see what's what's out there and, and really use it to your advantage good yeah, point, you have man. to know your stuff like you can't just throw out stats and not be correct 100 um and then the last thing honestly i have on my list and i feel like this is something that a lot of people don't do but does anybody else know that you want more for yourself? Oh, I tell people everything. No, you. Oh. But you get what I'm saying? A lot of people, they'll be in a job and, you know, they'll be like, oh, I feel like I'm des deserving of X, Y, Z. When in reality, did you go sit down? Did you talk to your boss? Did you talk to your supervisor? Did you say you want more? Did you say you want, you know, more responsibility? Uh, you want a promotion? Obviously, you know, going in with just a mindset of money isn't great. But if yeah. you come, you know, and, and, and um, as a supervisor, you hear somebody, hey, listen, I want a little bit more responsibility. It's a good conversation to have. But I feel like a lot of times we just kind of sit back and we're like, they should recognize my work. They should do, do this. Do you ask? Like as a... a, a so funny, I, I mean, I don't know if this is uh, public knowledge, but any opportunity that I've gotten, I've asked for. No, not you. I say, do you ask people what they want? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think that's yeah. important. And too. a lot, But a lot of people, they keep it very vague. Yeah, you know, I dig. They can't. They can't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, a lot of the one on ones that I have, you're very that, blunt, so I could see a lot you of that. Like, what do you want? And they're like, and you're like, no, really, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because um, it makes so much easier when you figure out like what their goal is, right? And yeah. how can I help you get there? Yeah, like let's not be cryptic. I've know? seen I've seen a lot of people though with the, with goals. Obviously, even you know I struggled with it for a long time. The less clarity you have, and the more you just continue to go through the motions. The more disgruntled you become, and that's you know in your it could be in your fitness life, it could Ooh, be in your business. Me, no, I'm just saying, you know, um, it's great. It's a little less really, any any aspect, you know, you got to want more to do more. Y yeah, you know, the the only last thing I think I love that. The only last thing I would add is that something you have to ask yourself when you're going for an opportunity is what's the worst that can happen, right? And if it's like I don't know, they say no, do it. Yes, right. 
because oh, it's yeah. like there's no downside. So, for example, if I think a house is like, oh, this is interesting, should I send it to these people? And in the past, I'd be like, ah, they really don't want it. I don't care if they don't want it. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Send it to them. Chances that they say yes are low, but the one time they say yes, I literally sent an email. Like it's not the return on the time is amazing. So it's like F it, send it. You got to get there though. What you know, like people got to really season themselves for that. I don't think so. I think even less so. I don't know. Like man. when I was starting, I should have sent out way more emails because you it's a numbers that. game. Yes. But you know? a lot of people don't. We don't like hearing no. None of us like it. But if you're getting a no through an email of a listing, it's a lot easier than being in a listing appointment yep. and getting like destroyed, which mm-hmm. I've done. Sucks. Yep. You know, you feel like you, you your life's a lie when you leave. You're like, yeah. wow, I'm terrible. Good points, man. right? I, I, and I think you you even had your own little process here, man. I don't know. I, like I think that. I made it up. My hey, but that's that's how it uh, it comes off, man. So so you know. subscribe to the No Shoes Podcast. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> right? You love us, All right? You you you, go- you you start following us left and right. Maybe the egg guy comes to give you an <laughs> autograph. David the Egg Regina. Yes, no snooshop dot com. Um, still trying to roll out these these yoga pants. It's hard, right? Um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, you know, the design is what's messing me up, the location Can of I the design. Can I throw out an ass to the fans? Yeah, go ahead. If you have any experience in clothing or running a brand cl- for clothing, we'd love to hear, because I know you're a busy man. I know I'm a busy man, and we'd rather see something be done with someone's with our vision behind it and someone go execute than it just not you know, continue to expand. I think we've been successful to this point. Mm-hmm. But if we had someone really pushing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so are we looking for a drama? partnership, a partner opportunity? We're flexible. You know, we'll hear you out. Bring the cash, though. You Don't know? listen to Mike's advice about coming in with a, a million dollar number to us. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I know. So I'm not that crazy. I know, I know. Listen, seven million or. But I'll no tell deal. you one thing. In 10 years, I might ask for that. Hey, absolutely. You will. Oh, last thing. Opportunities. This year is big ops. Big, big opportunities. Ops. No focus on small things. Yes, obviously you take on the occasional small thing, but don't get lost in the little ops. Go for the big ops. The big home- we're going for home runs this year. Guy is spitting fire today. Could make nonsense. I, I love the energy. Nonsense. I love it. Um, anything else on that? No, like subscriber. I'm gonna let's go. Come to your house. This will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, 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 dimes. dimes. <laughs> You're gonna absolutely love this one. A little real estate based here, and it it, it ties into opportunity pretty well. To all the doors that have closed on me, I'm coming back to buy the building. Oh, I do like that one. <laughs> oh, my God. But are those people still in uh, the I don't even care because it, it doesn't even matter. I'll do buy the building them? with you in there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a little eviction process. I don't know. Uh, maybe raise the rent roll. I don't know. I feel like closing a door on you would not be a good <laughs> idea. I feel like you um, just kick it in. No, nah, man. But listen, opportunities, like right? Uh, opportunities, How good they come every day. Sorry, last thing. Buying a building, right? Just the, the, the story of that sounds so good, even if it's a small building. A four unit. Like buying a building. Four no, unit. even if it's like a tiny one unit. <laughs> ten, say I bought a building Build this week. Two dog so, houses on top I of each other. I think about that, though. Like when we bought our first house, it was the smallest house in Greenwich. Yep. But I could say, yeah, I live in town. Like it's the mm-hmm. the perception. Of, if someone ever asked, they'd be like, it's literally not a square feet. <laughs> they don't know. I could live on Lake Ave. Yep. Use the unknown to your to advantage. Your Oh. Should I do a, a dime after that? Yeah. Mike's dime of the week. <laughs> don't wait for the right opportunity. Create it. I don't know who said it, but you did. I did. Don't wait for the right opportunity. Create it. Um, yeah, man, and that also comes with confidence. You know, it does. 
It really does. You got to have confidence and you got to believe in yourself because uh, you're a lot better than you think. You know, I, are you a, talking to me right now? For a long time, no, even myself. For a long time, oh, okay. I thought I was. Uh, Is there know, a mirror in front? Uh, of me? Yeah, that mirror that I look at. You know, it was a little. I'm like, ah, you know, you're a fraud. You're not really about this. You know, can't get it done. There's somebody better than you. Fuck that. Go get it. Right. We just got demonetized for that swear at the end, but yeah, sorry, that works. Sorry. Hey, listen. No, I'm just kidding. You're you're paid now. Don't worry. Let's go, baby. David the Egg Regina K- signing off. KB, KB, drop a tag, right? I hear you. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. And by the building. It's in the budget. That's another Epi in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at no snooze podcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.